You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's say hello to Redskins quarterback Kirk Cousins, who joins us on behalf of Verizon. Kirk, great to see you. Thanks for taking the time. And let's start with your college career because a lot of folks forget Nick Foles started his career at Michigan State before transferring to Arizona. How long have you known him? What's your relationship like? Yeah, that's right. We were teammates back in 2007. And even funnier is that uh, the starter at the time when Nick and I were backing up was Brian Hoyer, who's now the back of the Tom Brady. So it's funny how as 10 or 11 years have passed, we all go our separate ways, but uh, our paths still seem to cross. So uh, really pulling for for both of those guys this weekend. But, uh, you know, certainly want to see Nick have a great game. And yeah, we were we were teammates freshman year, had math class together and, you know, did the whole freshman freshman life together. Well, you, you move on and get to the National Football League, and, and you come in uh, in the fourth round. Uh, you and RG3 come in in the same draft, which is crazy for a team uh, to be able to do something. Give me your take on where you, were, where you were coming out of college, going into the draft, and knowing that RG3 was ahead, but you really wanted to have an opportunity to truly compete for that job. Yeah, you know, it's uh, this career is just a marathon, not a sprint. And I did feel like knowing I wasn't going to be a top 10 pick, the odds of me going somewhere and starting right away were, were pretty slim. So I knew it was going to be looking for the long haul. And when I got drafted to Washington, I felt like getting drafted to a team coached by Mike Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. I just felt really good about being under their coaching, knowing that that would serve me well no matter what happened in my career. And I, I do think now looking back after six seasons, that proved to be true. And I was very fortunate to end up there. And it was a great learning experience for me as I went through the process. Chatting with Kirk Cousins, who joins us on behalf of Verizon. So because we're talking about your path through the NFL and you started your career as a backup, how much admiration do you have for Nick Foles and what he's achieved this year? Uh, It's just a tough job to come in uh, off the bench for a team that's been doing everything right. And uh, your margin for error appears to be so small because the, the standard of expectation at the quarterback position with what Carson Wentz was doing was so high. And, uh, and yet Nick's gone in here and just had a great game after great game in the playoffs on big stages. And uh, he's got one more big stage to go, but uh, uh, happy for him and the success he's had. And uh, it'll be, you know, another exciting NFL game, another exciting Super Bowl, two great teams that have had great years. And that's, I guess, what you want if you're part of this league. You mentioned a marathon, and particularly for the quarterbacks, for sure it is. Oh, yeah. um, you came in as a backup, and, and there's a chip that has to be on your shoulder in order to maintain and endure through the process of seeing certain things unfold in front of you, knowing that in some cases you probably can do a better job, right? So all of a sudden you get your chance, and, and it's almost as if from afar, playing a position, being in the league, understanding the business side. When we heard the sounds of ooh-wee, and you like that. <laughs> I think we might have that. We because have it's a radio that. show, audio is important. Yeah, <laughs> and so when hearing that, and I think I saw you do it to uh, maybe one of the business guys or whatever, where you basically said, is this enough to prove to you guys that I am worthy of being a starter on this football team? You know, it's uh, it's been a funny journey. I thought it was and, funny, uh, man. It was funny. It was hilarious. Yeah. viral. Big moment. Yeah. Oh, it was nice, man. It was good. No doubt. But you understand, Cordell, more than anybody, uh, that this league will beat you up. It'll test you. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you just have to ignore the noise, keep going, stay the course. And, and when you're a backup, you know, you, you, you want the opportunity to play. But then when you play, you realize all that comes with that and the challenges yeah. <laughs> that are thrown at you. So yeah. it really never ends. And you just have to continue to stack up years and grind and push through stuff and just believe that tough times don't last and tough people do. And uh, choose to be a tough person and believe that if you do that, good things will happen. Chatting with Kirk Cousins, who's teamed up with Verizon. You've matched up with Philadelphia twice a year within the division since you took over the starting job. What makes this defense so tough this year and do you think they can apply some pressure to Tom Brady on Sunday? 
I have great respect for the Eagles for their defense. I think it starts with their pass rush, which goes back to, I believe, Jim Schwartz, the defensive coordinator. He talks about, you know, we tackle the running back on the way to the quarterback. And so their focus is to get a pass rush relentlessly all game long. And they have so much depth there with their first-round pick, Barnett. They got Chris Long, plus the guys they already had in Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox and Vinnie Curry. So they have so much depth. They can rotate guys in. They keep people fresh. And then the pass rush is just relentless all game long. And if you get behind, now you're forced to drop back and you really play into their hands. So um, really good defense, great coaching, great players in the back end. And guys like Malcolm Jenkins, they got pro bowlers all over the field. And, um, you know, they, they provided a challenge for people all season long. We actually had some, some success against them at times, but, uh, um, you know, they, they certainly got on a roll this year. Both these teams have done a phenomenal job, I would say, of protecting the quarterbacks. Uh, one team, of course, in Philly, Carson Wentz, and then all of a sudden Nick Foles come out of nowhere and, last couple games of the season were kind of sketchy uh but you know that was let's just finish the season and move towards something a little bit bigger i would think considering how good he played against atlanta and minnesota tell us how important it is to have that continuity up front to allow the quarterback and also the play caller to be able to put you guys in a position that allows you to be as efficient and, and execute the plays as well as you can Oh, I think in general, continuity is so important in this game because it is such a complex game. And uh, when you have to have a revolving door, it makes life tough. But uh, the offensive line position is tough to develop. I don't think that guys are coming out of college fully ready for what these NFL pass rushers are bringing to the table. And so it takes time to develop linemen. And and, uh, it's hard to just plug and play a group of guys. You have to really invest in them and build up a group and give them confidence and there's a large mental side of the game too of the protections and the complications there and the identifications and the blitzes in the front so you just said a lot to the listeners <laughs> we break it down <laughs> there's a lot, the NFL there's on a lot to do there but uh uh you, know, you gotta have a great offensive line coach gotta have guys who, who are willing to work and uh uh, it is a big part of being successful as a quarterback as you know it helps to get the ball out of your hand quickly oh yeah <laughs> timing is everything Kirk cousins is our guest on the nfl on tune in as a peer of Tom Brady, are you as astonished as we are as fans? Cordell's the player. I'm the loud guy in this show. That mm-hmm. somehow, some way, he's getting better as he gets older. He's the only guy I can think of who's defeating time right now. Yeah, but he's also the only guy who, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but who really took his health and his body to the level that he's taken it. It just wasn't something people were doing in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. You know, I don't think they had the knowledge. But uh, I do believe that as players take that more seriously, I do think you'll see more careers last. I mean, the Drew Breeses and those kinds of guys, too, will continue to play uh, into a much longer uh, career than most guys have in the past. And, um, you know, that's what's made Tom great is his arm has gotten stronger as he's gotten older. He's, he's healthier now. He feels better now than he did at 25, he said. And it's a really unique thing to say, but the proof is in the pudding. And uh, for a guy like me who's turning 30 this next year, mm-hmm. uh, I want to make sure 30 is the new 20. And I got a long ways to go in this league, and, and I'm only getting better, and I'm hitting my prime and hitting my stride as opposed to starting to slow down. And I think I'm going to try to follow the same pattern that the Breezes and the Braves I was going to ask, are you embracing what these yeah. greats are doing right now? I'm trying to, you know, uh, while they're peers of mine in some sense, I mean, I was in middle school when Tom won his first Super Bowl. So in a lot of ways, you know, I'm they're guys that I'm trying to follow after, trying to learn from, trying to study from a distance and pick their brains when I run across them. And um, to the degree that they're willing to share input, I'm trying to, to soak it up. And, uh, you know, things like diet and sleep and, uh, preparation and uh, leadership and you know coaching your teammates and all that and that's something I have grown into now and I, you know, I'm only six years into this league and I'm hoping the next six years can be a really good run for me I guess you could say Tom Brady has evolved uh, in a way where he's allowing the times whether it's technology or whatever eating sleeping as you mentioned to really help his game uh, get to a level where at 40 years old it seemed like he's playing like in his mid-30s or maybe right. earlier uh, what are you doing to try to, because I know when I came in the league uh, back in 1995, it was just lift weights, yeah, get yeah. strong, get fast, eat. Right. 
you know, try to make the great reads. Same from a, from a technique standpoint, somewhat the same things, but there's so many different avenues you guys can go, right. uh, go by, go through in order to get to where you want to. What are you doing to keep yourself together? Because if Tom Brady's doing it at 40 yeah. and you're just 30, that means you have 10 years plus to be able to play in this league. What are you doing to keep yourself together? Oh, it's a, it's a lot. It's quite a bit. You know, it's, you know, looking at my training saying, you know, why am I doing what I'm doing? So I'm not just lifting weights. I'm really taking it, you know, to another level with my training and my movements and making sure my body's well prepared for what I, what gets thrown at me in an NFL season from a diet standpoint, you know, doing blood draws and food allergy tests mm-hmm. and trying to take my diet to a whole nother level to figure out what's the best possible way I can be eating to help my longevity from a sleep standpoint, you know, studying my sleep, wearing sensors to get an idea of how well am I sleeping? What's the quality of sleep I'm getting? How many hours do I need? Just continuing to gather and research. How does that impact family life? Loved ones. They just say it's part of your job, and they go, okay, get in that hyperbaric chamber. We'll talk to you later. Now, I know you have one of those, right? We do own a hyperbaric chamber. But, you know, the the fun thing for me is is, uh, my wife has gotten on board, too. So she uses uses the chamber as much as I do. She enjoys learning about sleep. She's started the revamp her diet as well. So, you know, we're a team. We've done it together, and it's been kind of fun. And that's really been a blessing for me to marry somebody who's really going through this NFL career with me, and we're doing it together. That's a lot of fun. Well, you, you know, you said the family's from Georgia. I won't say exactly where because it's nobody's business, but you're in Georgia. <laughs> I will make sure I get your contact so I can use the hyperbaric chamber. There you but, go. Uh, as you move forward through this process of what you have going on, you know it, uh, the couple years of getting a franchise tag and, and not having that long-term commitment that I think as a quarterback you deserve. I was riding with you uh, the time in which you were you were making a run of trying to get to the playoffs your first year, starting to get into the playoffs. And, and of course, you know how it goes. Um, where do you really want to be? Um, is it that you want to be somewhere where you're wanted? Is it somewhere you want to be where you just want to stay where you are because it's comfortable? Or you just want to go somewhere where you can actually have an opportunity to win? I, I think it all comes down to winning at the end of the day. That's what it's about, um, especially at this stage in my career where um, I've experienced, you know, um, being able to be franchise tagged and having those opportunities and playing and you know, being a part of a, a team that went to the playoffs, but we lost our playoff game. Um, just want to win. And I, I think that can be Washington, but certainly want to, you know, give myself the best chance to win. And that's where my focus is going to lie. Not only this year, this off season, but every year going forward, that's really what it's about now. Yep. You know, the lame analogy that the franchise tag is like dating somebody, not marrying them. <laughs> Nothing wrong with the financial it's a good curve. date though, by the way. <laughs> Was that a mental burden at all knowing that? And, and I know that the counter is going to be, you got to prove yourself every Sunday, yeah. but it's a different approach when you have a one year guarantee versus a multi-year guarantee yeah you know we've we've talked it to death in the dc area locally but uh really you know the first year you know i I think my mindset was i want to do a long-term deal get this over with i don't want to date i think the team had a different approach you know they wanted to see another season which my agent you know told me that that's totally fine that's understandable we have to be okay with that and let's just go play and prove that we belong uh, after that first year of doing that, then, you know, my, my mindset shifted and I said, okay, you know, I, I think I'd like to just go year to year at this point and um, I'd like to date. So uh, that was kind of the way it went out and, um, you know, we'll see where we go from here. Dating is always the beginning process. <laughs> That's we right. know that. You, you you start the, you're the best at it. I'll just say that. I just have to get some notes from you. It has worked out very oh, well for Kirk Cousins. Out. So good for my guys. <laughs> They're going to teach classes at business school. <laughs> Follow Kirk Cousins when it comes to dollars and cents. Yes, indeed. But, but when looking at this game that we have coming up, because I, I know sometimes it gets overbearing when talking about that stuff back in Washington. But, you know, we have to. Sure. But being that we're here in Minnesota, uh, when looking at these two teams, um, there's some pluses and minus with both of them. There's more pluses than anything. I think that's why they're here. But what do you like most about Philadelphia in comparison to New England? Because I think Philadelphia, to me, 
they're just a rugged football team, yeah. and they play hard and prepared yeah. to go into overtime if needed. Uh, my experience being around some of those guys in the Eagles around, in the offseason and just hearing about their culture and their team is um, – they seem to have an extra heartbeat, man. They seem to play hard for one another. They seem to just really have a good core group of guys, good leaders, just a good locker room. And I think a lot of teams say they have that, but um, they, the Eagles really seem to have built quite a, uh, a group with, that plays maybe with an extra heartbeat. And I think that's maybe a piece of the pie for them that, uh, that not every team has. And uh, I think it's helped them and elevate their play as a group and as a unit. But, uh, you know, their defense is certainly stout, and they've got a lot of money invested in that defensive line. And they've, they've gotten a return on that investment with the way they've, they've been able to, to play this year. Let's wrap it up with some commerce. You have teamed up with Verizon. What are the details? Yeah, I'm here with Verizon this week, uh, just helping to get the word out about their new loyalty program called Verizon Up. And uh, uh, Verizon Up customers uh, will have access this week to their lounge, the Verizon Up Lounge, which is downtown at Super Bowl Live. I'll be there later this afternoon. But, uh, um, you know, it's just a great uh, customer loyalty program that if you are a Verizon customer, you can download uh, through the My Verizon app and, uh, and become a part of Verizon Up. And then if you're not a Verizon customer, I just want to encourage people to, to take a look. Uh, it's time to switch over to the best network there is. And uh, Verizon's done a ton of work here in the Minneapolis area to get ready for the Super Bowl week and to give fans the best possible experience with their network. Network. And so they've improved uh, the network 500% in the region and really tricked out the stadium two years in advance to make sure that uh, this week will be very, very good week for fans from a Verizon uh, perspective. Great way to download the TuneIn app as well and catch all the Redskins action that we have here on TuneIn. Finally, no need for a bake sale. The franchise tender has worked out very well. <laughs> but have you been able to monetize you like that? or I can think of a ringtone, T-shirt, hat. There's yeah. a lot of money That's on the you. table here, Kirk. Lock it in, bro. Well, you know, it happened during the season. Unfortunately, the moment happened right before our bye week so i did have some time on the bye week to just talk about okay what do we do now right. and uh we ended up selling some t-shirts and we nice. raised about forty thousand dollars for charity cool. which was a really cool right. thing and then uh you know we got the trademark on it just in case you wanted to do something we've done a little bit here and there and then donated the proceeds to charity it by no means has been a franchise tag but uh <laughs> but it's been a fun deal and we'll probably continue to just keep the copyright and see what what comes up in the future and you know my thing is i want to have a career for the next several years that creates a few more of you like that moment so right. hopefully that, oh, that happens trust me you have it coming and you trust me is in your favor regardless of how it goes but this game you see coming up who do you see winning this football game and, and give us a reason why yeah great question i'd love to get your thoughts too but um you know it's hard to go against the patriots and bill belichick and that culture and that team and, and tom brady and um i think that'll be the popular pick i'm probably going to be in that same camp I, I do think it'll be close early i think that uh uh, they can hang with them, and I, I just see late in the game, you know, whether it's coming out of the second half, making some halftime adjustments, whether it's the fourth quarter, I just see the Patriots probably distancing themselves, and it could be a play that has nothing to do with Tom Brady. It could be a special teams play. It could be a defensive play. They just seem like such a well-rounded team and well-coached and handle situational football so well. So that would probably be my prediction, but um, I am really pulling for Nick Foles, being that we were college teammates, and, uh, you know, wouldn't mind seeing those Eagles, um, you know, have a, have a positive day. I'll say this. I mean, they're in your division, so you know right. who they are. I mean, you've seen them play literally for 60 minutes yeah. plus and capable of doing it. But one thing I see about this team different than the rest of the teams they played, even Jacksonville, is in the second half, the adjustments that are made with New England, those same adjusting, adjustments are made with Philly. Sure. To the point where the teams that had opportunities to beat New England this year in the second half, they took the foot off the, bell, off the pedal. This Philadelphia team overall, in a sense of their passion, their resolve, uh, I think playing even to the underdog yeah. you know, thing, um, right. I kind of see them being a team that if anyone can get, really give them a push, I mean, other than the Pittsburgh game, we saw right. that one. 
Jesse James scored a touchdown, by the way. Just to <laughs> make know. sure it's understood. I yeah, know. you said I know. I'm not mad. Ooh-wee, I can see that for you. Um, I just see this being a closer game than most people think because many yeah. think New England's going to run, run away with it. But this defense... I just yeah, think they and, have and more the to prove, man. You know, and, they, that's depth, a great so point in the depth. They'll stay fresh. Last year we saw Atlanta kind of wear down. You know, the time yep. of possession really favored New England in the second half, and I think that pass rush in Atlanta got tired, and it was hard for them to perform uh, playing and play out when they got yep. tired. And the Eagles have a little more depth. They can 90 plays. In. They played yeah. 90 plays in that Super It's a lot to ask a defense. Yep. So I think with the depth the Eagles have, maybe they can stay strong throughout the whole game. Yep. Kirk, appreciate you joining us on the NFL on TuneIn. My pleasure. Thank you. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.